Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Word of the Day. I don't know how many podcast hosts are listening to this or if you've ever tried to make your own podcast, but I will let you guys know that it is a grueling process. I don't know why I thought it would be as simple as just like talking into the phone and submitting it, but you have to convert files to certain RRS codes and your picture has to be, you know, absolutely perfect for Apple to approve. And then you have to get it approved by Apple. And I think God himself had to approve it. And so he checked his email today, sent the go, and we are finally up and running. So this should be released tonight. It's Monday, and that's when I'm recording it. So hopefully this goes smoothly without any interruptions. But this is going to be a quick one. It's something that was actually inspired by a recent talk that I had with my dad, and I then tweeted it, and I just saw it blow up because I don't think it was a revelation that I really had. And I don't really think it's a revelation at all. I think it's just something that we don't really think about when we think about our body's um, appearance and body image. But I think a lot of the time, those two kind of get intertwined and interchanged to where we say body image and we think that that is what other people see or other people see our physical appearance and think that that is what we see. And unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, And 99% of the time, it normally is in a negative way. Um, So the body image that we have is very rarely better than our physical um, appearance. And and if it is, that's fantastic, but that's just not, not as likely. So what started this all was when I was in prep, I had a lot of people who warned me. They said, Megan, you need to be prepared for post-show because you're, you're going to go through some pretty hard mental times. You're going to get down to this super lean level and it's not going to be something that you can maintain for a long time. You need to be prepared for what you're going to go through when you start to put on weight. And I laughed at them. I thought that that was the most ridiculous thing that I had ever heard because I was, I was so confident in who I was because I had never been that lean before and I never had, you know, there were things about my body that I wasn't super happy about, you know, like things that I wanted to fix, but I never looked in the mirror and cried over anything that was going on with my body. So I said, you know, that's not going to happen. I know that I can't be this lean forever. I'm going to be fine. But you better believe that as soon as I started putting on weight, And it wasn't even weight. Like, even if I just started retaining a little bit of water a few days post-show, I lost it. Like, I, I could not believe what I was seeing when I looked in the mirror. And so that was back in April, and it's now August 28th. And body dysmorphia is still something that I struggle with a lot. And I think especially in the world of fitness, and especially people who have competed to take it to that next level, body dysmorphia, it's real. I mean, it's its very real. And I think a lot of people, this is where the physical appearance first, body image, they get interchanged. And w- what made me think of this and really realize that we need to do a better job as society is realizing this is I was talking to my dad a couple of days ago. And I very rarely open up to my family about the issues that I have regarding my body image because it's something that I understand that only 
I will be able to understand it. And for everybody listening, only you personally will be able to see what you see in the mirror. No matter how you try to describe it, no matter what other people tell you, when you look in the mirror, you're wearing your Megan glasses or, you know, whatever your name is. Those are the glasses that you're wearing and only you can see your body through those lenses. And I was talking to my dad and I, you know, finally decided to just open up and I said, Dad, I'm really struggling, you know, with, with, with my body. And he responded with me to me. He said, oh, you're, str- you're struggling with the way that your body looks. And I said, no, I'm not struggling with the way that my body looks. I'm struggling with the way that I look at my body. Because what the difference is, is your physical appearance is, it's objective. When I look at, you know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in, when I look at him in person, I see what is there. I see muscle. I, I see. I can't change what's there, but our body image, what we see of ourselves, that is subjective. I can look in the mirror, and when I wake up in the morning, and I could love my body, and I could think that I have abs. I can see, you know, tricep definition depending on the lighting that I'm in, depending on um, the mirror that I'm looking at, the clothes that I'm wearing. It changes. Your body image can change within the minute. Because I don't know about you guys, but I can I go through it's like a roller coaster of of certain points in the day where I feel my best, depending on what I've eaten. You know, there's all of these different factors that can go into our body image, but our physical appearance that that can change. I mean, of course it can change. It changes all the time, but realistically, when we eat a pint of Halo Top, does our body change? in a physical manner, the way that we think it does when we have that that negative body image after we look in the mirror and see that bloat, it doesn't. But I think that it's very hard for us to see what the world sees because I have had so many people who tell me, and I'm sure that anybody else who struggles with this can say the same thing, that when you're having a bad body image day and you're talking to somebody about it, some of the, the most common responses that you'll get are, oh, but there are people out there who would kill to look like you. Or you still look so lean. There's, really, there's nothing you need to worry about. You look fine. You look fine. And a lot of these things are, you know, what other people think that you look like. And they're trying to persuade you to see what the world sees. And my response back is, you know, that's great if, if you know, every single person on Instagram and every other girl in the gym wants to look like me. I, but I, I don't care about that. You know, ultimately, I want to wake up in the morning and I want to look like me. You know, I want to have that body image where I'm not, where I'm not constantly looking at myself trying to see what the world sees. And to that point, you know, vice versa, it's very hard for the world to see what we see. And I think that's why body dysmorphia is such a tough subject to talk about because it can seem very attention-seeking and looking for sympathy, which is why I try not to talk about it because I, I know that comparative to society as a whole, I have a good physique. Um, I'm not the leanest, but I'm also not the largest. I have a very athletic physique. So to me, when I come off and I start complaining, and I don't even want to say complaining, just voicing how I'm feeling about my body, it can be very offensive almost to people who don't see that in me. 
you know, for people who do not see your internal struggles and they only see what you physically have, your physical appearance, when you say things like, I'm feeling extra fat today or I'm feeling really fluffy or, you know, I'm bloating in, in areas A, B, and C and I can't figure it out, they're looking at you and they're seeing that objective, that objective body where it's your physical body, it's what's realistically there, not, not through the eyes of a body dysmorphic lens, and it's going to make them angry because, and, and uh, before I ever dealt with body dysmorphia, I felt the same way. You know, I would, I would listen to my friends who, beautiful figures, and I would listen to them complain about parts of their body, and I never really understood what it was like to look in the mirror and genuinely have no idea what you look like. And that's something I think that I still, I don't think I know that I struggle with now is I look in the mirror and there are some days when like today I had a very I had a pretty good body image day and I look in the mirror and I love what I see and I'm proud of what I see and then there are days when I look in the mirror and I can't help but cry and wonder what's wrong with me because I know that what I'm looking at isn't my physical appearance and I know that it is a distorted view of my body and I just want to see what the world sees. And that tends to be, I think, the hardest part about body image is that a lot of us are very aware that we're having a distorted view and that what we see isn't reality. And so I just wanted to touch on that because I know that, especially as women, and, I, and especially, you know, not even just women, I think that this could almost be harder for men because with women we're seen as these emotional creatures and it's normal for us to talk about this at this point. I mean, the fitness, the fitness community and social media itself is like a diary at this point. I mean, I, I see a lot, a lot of people are disclosing some very, very personal information out for everybody to see and it's not as stigmatized anymore, which I think is great. But I also think that within the fitness community, the gender lines, you know, women are allowed to become very open and honest about how, you know, their body image and, um, you know, what their struggles are. But men, I don't think, are given, are, I don't think that's acceptable yet. I mean, it is to me. I accept it. But I don't think it's as widely acceptable. Um, it's interesting. I actually, so I did a survey on Twitter. And to some of the results, I wanted to see who all had gone through PrEP whether they did flexible dieting or bro dieting. And after prep, if their body image was better or worse, and I did two separate polls, one for men and one for women. And both men and women, separately, the results showed that the majority of them had a worse body image post-show. When women talk about this, it's, you know, people are applauding each other and they're saying, you you know, thank you so much for sharing your story, blah, 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 blah. But I really haven't seen a single guy, and I know that they're out there because 65% of them said that they had a worse body image. And that's just of the people who follow me who took the, the survey. I haven't seen any of them come out with this. And so I think it's because there's still that stigma against how we need to, how we view body image and body dysmorphia and that physical appearance, you know, we're not able to disclose that our body image is not our physical appearance. And so this was one of those 
I told you in my first episode how there, these weren't always going to be these like thought out podcasts that had, you know, A, B, and C, and I interviewed this person. But more so, I just had this thought on my mind that in the past I would have made a 10-minute long Instagram story and everybody would have had to click, click, click past it because they didn't want to listen. But I wanted to use this to get this out there because a lot of people did agree with me. And when I, when I said that, I just want people to be aware um, that next time you're around somebody and they're talking about how you know, they don't like their, their stomach fat and you look at them and you see a six-pack of abs, understand that they might not be looking for sympathy and that they genuinely might not see what you see. And so to just have that empathetic ear and that understanding because, again, this is something that I never would have believed until, you know, just like binge eating. This is something I never would have understood until I dealt with it myself. But these these mental illnesses, you know, for lack of a better word, they're real. And we need to be do a better job of understanding that because that gives us a way to feel open to talk about this because we don't feel like we have to internalize these feelings. So that's just what I wanted to touch on. Um, I have a very fun, my very first interview, um, and I'm sure everybody's going to be able to guess who it is once you see um, the name, but I'm really excited. I'm going to do that in about an hour, so I'm going to go make some dinner really fast, but I wanted to get this out there because it was weighing pretty heavily on my heart. So if you guys have any trouble viewing any or listening to this, which if you're hearing this message, chances are you're not having trouble. Um, but shoot me a message. Let me know. Again, like I said, this was very uh, hard to get set up, and I'm still really new at this. I've been messaging Colton, trying to figure out how to do like 99% of this because I have no idea. So I'm just hoping that this all uploads smoothly, um, but I look forward to getting this next one out, and I will talk to you all soon.